0: You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Howdy, it's Emily Milling. It's me, your podcast host. I'm here today on a Wednesday of all the days. Yeah, it's unusual. I'm putting out an episode every single day, not every single week. I do do that. I put out an episode every single week, whatever. I'm putting out an episode every single day this week because I'm so freaking jazzed that my course podcast rocket is coming out Launching again, opening the doors for enrollment, however you want to call it, whatever, next week, Wednesday, on April 7th. And I'm so excited about it. So I thought I would pull episodes from my archive for every single day this week. I've got five episodes specifically for those of you who are thinking about getting ready to launch a podcast. And I just, I want to celebrate it. All things new podcaster. So. This week, I am covering things that top 10 podcasting mistakes you don't want to make, the things you need before you start a podcast. Don't start a podcast without these three things. That's what today's episode is about. And podcast launch expectations versus reality, all of this amazing, fun stuff. Because like I say, Podcast Rocket, my course, my five-week online program is launching on April 7th. And that same day, I'm going to be doing a live training as well. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And in that training, I'm gonna be walking you through the essential steps you need to take in order to launch a podcast. I'm also gonna be giving you an overview of what Podcast Rocket is all about so that you know what that's all going to entail, if it's the right program for you, if you want to get into it even more, more in depth. And I'm so excited because I have been putting so many new things into Podcast Rocket. I've totally revamped the entire program. It's more streamlined. I've got new videos. I am so jazzed about this. I've got templates up the wazoo. Because here's the thing, I've spent like a year putting more and more into this program to make it as easy as pie for you Easiest pie. I just turned southern. Easiest pie for you to launch your podcast and then also to grow it. So, anyway come out to that next week, April 7th. There will be a bonus for those of you who are attending live. There will also be a replay if you want it. Um, yeah, that's the deal. That's what's happening this week. That's why I'm here on a Wednesday. So without further ado, here is the replay for episode 25. Don't start a podcast without these three key things, which originally aired on September 8th of 2020. Welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing with me, your host and podcast producer, Emily Milling. Today, we're talking about the three key things you need to start your podcast. And it is a lot about the overwhelm because the main thing that I hear when I ask people what's stopping you from starting your podcast and getting ready to go is that it's just too much stuff. So I decided today I'm going to just drill it down into these three key essential components so that you know exactly what you need to do to get it launched. Sometimes we got to remember that done is better than perfect. And that is especially true with podcasting. If you listen back to my first couple of episodes, I sound like such a ding dong. I sound like a wackadoo who has no clue what she's talking about. And that's because I lacked the confidence. But that doesn't mean that doesn't change. I sound way more confident now. I'm also doing a really silly voice because I just ate a lot of pizza and I feel a little bit excited. Pizza party. Anyway, we're going to get into the content of this episode now. Before we get into this, I want to just throw it out there. I've got a free mini course on my website at theultimatecreative.com slash start a podcast called How to Start a Podcast. Oh, how very apt. And it will teach you the things that you need to know sort of above and beyond what we're going to be talking about today. So what you'll hear in this episode is the really distilled, drill down version of it. And then when you get into the course, you can get into more of the strategy and understanding what it is that your podcast can do for you and a little bit more of the tactical uh, components that you're going to need in order to get your podcast going. So If you want to check that out, again, it's theultimatecreative.com slash start a podcast. It's free. It's a free mini course. It's there for you. And if you have questions about it or if you have podcasting questions generally, send me an email at at theultimatecreative.com. I'm always happy to talk podcasting. Okay, so the first thing you're going to need when you start your podcast is a content plan. This is so important because you can have an idea like, oh, I want to talk about tennis, but you don't really know what specifically about tennis you want to talk about, or you don't have a strategy behind it. It's pretty common to get caught up in the excitement of starting a podcast, and you might have lots of topic ideas, but how do they all fit together, right? Podcasting is like any other type of content, and it needs a plan. And if you don't know where you're going with it, you're going to end up driving in a direction that makes no sense for your goals. So making sure that your plan is in alignment with your goals is everything, A business podcast could have a goal to increase brand visibility and awareness or to promote a big product launch, i.e., Podcast Rocket coming at you, October 7th, CART Opens. Conversely, a content podcast might have a goal to earn 20 new Patreon subscribers per month at the $5 level. Whatever the goal is, it needs to be clearly defined in order to create your content plan. Next, you'll want to map out some of the topics or the guest interviews that are going to support your goals. Or perhaps you want to create a social media campaign to drive more engagement with your audience. All of this can live in your content plan. And once you've built it out, the only thing you have to do after that is follow it and just execute it. Luckily for you, of course, this is the ne- an episode that's just full of freebies. I've got a 52-week content planner that will help you do exactly that. And you can download that in the show notes and fill it out as you prepare to start your podcast. Okay. The next thing you need is a podcast host. And I'm not talking about you, silly goose. I'm talking about a place where you upload your episode files every week to be distributed to all of the platforms, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, yada, 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 whatever. A podcast host is basically the same thing as a website host. So for a certain amount of money, you get to store your audio files in one place. And once you've got it set up, your podcast host will create an RSS feed for you, which is a long string of numbers. It looks like a URL, and then it ends with .rss. Once you've got this feed, you're going to submit it to all of the various podcast directories. And there are a few more steps involved here, like uploading your podcast artwork, writing a description and creating uh, accounts as needed. But this is where it all lives, the podcast host. And again, if you want more details on these next steps, make sure that you're signing up for the free mini course, How to Start a Podcast, because it will go into more detail about these things. The other thing I want to say here is that I've been really, I've been getting into Buzzsprout as of late as a podcast host, because they make it super easy to submit to the different podcast directories. Some of them are just the click of a button. Whereas before, in the ancient times of, you know, 2015 or or I don't know, five years ago, you had to submit literally everything. And I had been doing that for years for some really silly reason. I have no idea why. You know, old habits kind of die hard. But a client of mine, the host of A Little Bit Better, Chris Swale, she already had a Buzzsprout account when she started working with me and she added me to the account. And I was blown away by all of the features that it had. And I was a little hesitant at first to recommend it only because they have a time-based upload limit. Like you can only have a certain number of hours per month for $12 a month. I think it's like three or four or something like that. But the truth is, three or four is generally fine for most business podcasts. I am finding with my podcast, You Gotta Laugh, an improv comedy podcast, we need a little bit more than that, but it was between that and SoundCloud, and SoundCloud is 20 bucks a month. I'm saving $2 a month using Buzzsprout. What a deal. Oh my gosh. Also, they have a really cool affiliate program, and if you use my very cool affiliate link to sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. I think that's a sweet deal, so you get the link for that in the show notes also if you are looking for a podcast host. There are so many other kinds of podcast hosts out there, and what I will recommend to you is try out the free versions of whatever you possibly can. I'm pretty sure that Libsyn still does not have a free trial available. They used to, they no longer do. But the reason I say try out the free trial is because you want to make sure that you like the interface, you understand what you're receiving. Um, Other platforms will only give you a certain amount of analytics like Anchor. It's free, but it really doesn't do a lot for your analytics. Um, And the scheduling component isn't as awesome. If you schedule an episode, at least as recently as a couple of months ago when I was trying this out, if you schedule an episode, it's not going to give you the embed code right away. It has to be published in order to do that, which means it's going to be live and in the feeds and everything. And if, like me, you do your best to batch record everything... Frankly, I'm recording this on Monday before the Tuesday where this episode has come out, but I'm going to be recording all of the other episodes for this month. (laughs) So much podcasting. Anyway, if you're batch recording everything and you're batch scheduling and all of that stuff, you want to have your embed codes ready to go in your blog posts because you want to not have to think so hard about this stuff for the rest of the month. You can run the rest of your business. You know what I mean? There's a lot happening here. So, uh, you know, there's little things like that. Just make sure that you're comfortable with whatever podcast host you're going to go with and make sure you want to stick it out with them for the long haul. If you, you know, did like I did and signed up for a full year with SoundCloud SoundCloud used to be the bee's knees, and, and now, alas, it just does not have the features that I desire. Alas, alas, alas. Okay, now we're going to get into number three of the three key elements your podcast needs before you start. Don't start a podcast without these three things. That is the title of this episode. I'm talking a mile a minute. Do you like it? I hope you're listening on two speed. This is going to be fun. Okay. Okay. Number three is at least one episode recorded. Okay, again, I know this is super basic sounding, but you actually can't do the rest of what you need to do with your podcast host without a full episode recorded and uploaded. Apple Podcasts recently did away with trailers and has been known to reject feeds that have one short episode with preview or trailer in the title. I am a very sad experiencer of this experience. This is, it was truly devastating because I was used to creating trailers for podcasts to go live with. Now, the tricky thing about launching your podcast is always going to be how long it takes for that RSS feed to get into the directories, into the Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, which is actually taking much longer than normal right now, a couple of weeks, into Stitcher, into Spotify. Those ones take like no time at all. So historically, people, myself included, would create a trailer to populate that feed so that when you go live with your show, with your episode one, you can tell people a specific date to go listen and go download, and it really helps to drive that initial push and that initial excitement. However, for whatever reason, several months ago, I think about a year ago now, now that I think about it, about a year ago now, Apple Podcasts was like, oh, it looks like this has just, like, fake, like demo material in it. This is not real content. Therefore, we reject your podcast. And that really did a lot of damage to the podcast that we were launching at the time. Again, this was kind of threw me for a loop because this was not a normal thing that I was used to. Um, but you know, Apple podcasts, they do change their rules like all the time. And when you are getting ready to launch, it's important to double check, like, you know, ask ask me because I'm launching podcasts all the time. Ask me if there's anything different that's happening so that you can have the smoothest launch possible. So What I will say is I did figure out a workaround for this for You Gotta Laugh, an improv podcast. We put together sort of a little clip show trailer and did not name it trailer. I think if you put that in the title, like preview or trailer, Apple Podcast is gonna be like, okay, no, this is fake. This isn't real. We don't like it. And you're just gonna end up being very, very sad that it was rejected. So instead, if you've got your first episode recorded, you can grab clips from it and you can turn it into a little mini trailer if you want to do that. Call it the title of your... Show or call it an introduction to your name, whatever you want to call it, but don't call it trailer. That's all I want to say. The other bonus to having at least one episode recorded, aside from the fact that you can actually launch your podcast, is that you can sort of put it aside for a little while because all the things getting you up and ready to roll with your podcast, it's a little bit stressful. I'm not going to lie. The first little bit is like, ah, oh my gosh. But then if you have an episode ready to go, you can. Sit back and relax and just do the engagement part of the social media and the marketing that you want to do to get it out there into the hands of the people that want to hear it. Bonus, if you're super ambitious, and I highly recommend that you be super ambitious, record four episodes and schedule them. There is a trend happening where people are putting out uh, several episodes in launch, and that is an option. That would also mean, though, that you'd have to record several more episodes to be released weekly immediately thereafter. I am of the opinion that if you want to do it, you should do it. If you don't, you should not. So at a bare minimum, you're going to have one episode recorded. If you're super ambitious, you're going to do four episodes and schedule them weekly. If you're super cool, amazing, ambitious, like some of my super cool, amazing, ambitious clients are, you're going to release four episodes at once and you're going to release another uh, four, like you're going to have four more episodes ready to go that are scheduled for each week thereafter and ongoing. Um, the, I think the push behind having the four episodes ready to go in one drop is that Previously, again, like Apple Podcast changes things on a whim for fun. Previously, getting into New and Noteworthy was based more on an algorithm, but there is evidence to show that the new and noteworthy sections and, and the categories and everything, they're being a little bit more curated by specific human beings. I'm not entirely sure who. So there's not as much urgency for this strategy to get into the new and noteworthy section. However, the cool thing about dropping four episodes in one day or even two or three, whatever it is, is that people can binge your show right away. They're going to get hooked. They're going to love it. They're going to be like, I want more. How do I listen to the next one? Because we are getting into this binge culture. And by getting into, I mean, like, we're already in it. Of course, we're already in this binge culture. I love to binge all of the television shows all the time. And I do the same thing with my podcast. You know, I'm going out on a long run. It's going to be an hour. I'm going to download all four of your episodes that just came out. Of course, I'm going to do that because I want to hear everything in one go. I want to be in that same mind frame. It's just like time blocking. I'm going to listen to everything in one go. So I know I was supposed to give you like one thing for this number three, which is at least one episode recorded, but I know some of you are ambitious people and you like to get shit done. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Maybe you want to give it an extra go. Finally, I'm just going to say it's all about planning. Once you've got your content plan sorted out and the logistical and technical elements organized, you're good to go. Plan ahead, do a little bit of research, and remember that at the end of the day, everything can be edited and re-uploaded. Heck, you can even change the name of your podcast if you really want to. I have done it. This used to be the Ultimate Creative Podcast, and now it's called Ultimate Podcast Marketing because the business went through a bit of a shift and I thought it fit a little bit better. That's really the only reason why. So I'm just going to recap again, the three key things that you need before you launch your podcast, a content plan. The reason being you want this to be strategic and you don't want it to be wishy-washy and you don't want to fall prey to pod fade where you didn't have a plan in the first place and your podcast has nowhere to go. You want to have a plan so that you have a clear path to follow. The second is a podcast host. No, not you. It is the place where your episodes live. The audio files. I love Buzzsprout. Again, I'm throwing an affiliate link in the show notes for you because they will give you a $20 Amazon gift card, which I think is very cool. I'm not even entirely sure what my kickback is, but I feel like you should get a $20 Amazon gift card. Why not? And the third one is at least one episode recorded. Again, you can have multiple episodes. You can also do a trailer without calling it trailer or preview. But at a bare minimum, you want to have at least one episode recorded because otherwise you cannot submit your RSS feed to any of the hosts or any of the directories. So if you still need help or if you want to take this to the next level, you want to figure it out, you can book a call with me to talk about how I can help you to launch your podcast. Or you again, you can check out my free mini course, How to Start a Podcast. Uh, it's at Theultimatecreative.com slash start a podcast. It is going to give you straightforward strategy and tips that will help you get your podcast launched quickly out into the world. You've got this. You're super cool. If you have podcast questions, you want to talk to me about podcasting, I'm at Emily at theultimatecreative.com. Have a lovely, fabulous day, darlings. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings, we've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative.